10 years in Patan. Is this the Devil's Playground? Yes. Do you like the Devil's Playground? Yes. That's why I be here. <laughs> That's why you be here. <laughs> Howdy from my little local Airbnb in Patan, Sin City on steroids. I was comparing this place to ooh, it's a really good local restaurant down there. Two dollars. This Thai lady makes great local dishes, serves all the local people and she likes me so she makes stuff for me. But yeah, I was comparing this place. Here's my little apartment. There's like five different rooms in there. To Las Vegas, but crazier and more debauchery and nothing hidden. Um, the beaches are still nice, but this place is wild. So right out in front of me is a bunch of massage girls. So this place it's like a hotel slash massage place slash dive shop slash laundromat slash a lot of weird things. Big family, big brother, si. and then uh, yeah, Italiano, Italiano, a little. Uh, where are you from? Americano. Oh, Americano, California. Yeah, California. All right. Oh, nice to meet you. We have uh, the uh, best brother and best friend, and this guy here. This this your best store? Yeah, this best store, bro. Because Beautiful. Because we send the suit to California every two years. We say hundred dollars. They'll send it to you. Yeah, brother. custom. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, brother. Nice yeah. Uh, I know, I know, you got all this stuff. We'll check it out, we'll check it out. Ciao! Yeah, nice shoes. Thanks, buddy. As you can see, it's almost every other shop. It's a massage parlor. Girls are working hard. Many of them are ladyboys. Here's one. Say cheese. Guys, <laughs> yeah, so when you walk by them, they slap your ass, grab your nipples. I've had them feel the crotch. You just gotta walk straight and act like you don't notice them and then they'll usually stay away from you. But overall, they're nice people. They don't mean no harm. Just trying to make some money. Alright, so a local told me there's uh, massage girls, bar girls, um, like high-end escorts, and then straight up hookers, the ones you see up in the street. Uh, the bar girls are like, uh, they pay like 2,000 to 4,000 baht and get to pay their bar bill. Massage girls actually give massages too, but then they try to get the, the extra, you know, the happy endings and they charge a lot for that. And then I guess the high-end escorts are like in the club and they're all dressed up nice and pretty and, and so forth. 
Oh, also freelancers is what they call them too. So that'd be on like Tinder and stuff and they'll have it like in their bio. And freelancers, like I have a normal job, but on the side, you know, if you pay me, we can have some fun type gig. So yeah, there's uh, lots of sex work going on down here. It's right out in the open. As you probably heard already from Thailand, and I did too, but I didn't know it was this crazy. It is big time. The interesting thing is there's not much shame to it. Uh, you see those girls that would be happy to get on the camera and it's really not that big of a deal, but the locals said that people that aren't in the sex industry still look down upon the girls, but I guess a lot of them are from you know, remote villages in Thailand and they fly down here to get work to send money back home. So I don't know if anyone you know, up north you know, knows what they're exactly doing. So maybe that's why. I also heard a lot of them have like Thai husbands and the husband is fine with them doing it because it makes them money, right? I think the average Thai person makes, what, five to $10 a day? You know, they're big service economy and it's super cheap, the, the jobs pay. And that's why, you know, cost of living for the most part, like shelter, food, those kind of like main things are very, very cheap in Thailand because the salaries are, you know, very, very low. I think it's what, maybe $300 a month they make, right? So five to $10 a day. Alright, so I'm in the mall near Bangola Road, the crazy street, and I mean this is pretty high-end. That's what I've seen too, like you see some clubs that are like wild, right? And you see like tons of high-end luxury, then you see just shithole stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that spot wasn't for me. Bunch of high-end stuff, really overpriced. I saw the Bangkok Exotic Shoes. They were 40% off, they were still, still about $600, but it was an uh, alligator. It was pretty cool. I think that's where uh, the Russians and the, the rich Chinese come and just drop crazy amounts of money. So that's what I've noticed and I've heard is that there's a big Russian presence here. Like I was told like the Russians like own this island basically. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I've seen a lot of Russian people and I've heard it from other uh, locals that uh, the Russians have lots of business down here, so maybe that's where all the oligarchies go and throw thousands, throw shit ton of rubles down. So, but yeah, I'd stick to my little local markets and get my. I saw some cool stuff in a market near me, and they said it was made in Thailand, but who knows? But uh, you know, it's like uh, Muay Thai boxing gear and look pretty interesting. Like obviously, there's fake designer and everything everywhere. Look at this. Oh, and a bunch of custom people. I've talked to a one-store lady, you know, and I saw this online as well, is people getting a bunch of custom suits and shirts, and I know it was decent price. It was like 30 bucks for a cotton shirt. I mean, the material felt decent. I just didn't really like her patterns, but she said she'll uh, have more patterns next time I stop by. So I'll definitely try to find a good person and get some custom work done because you know 30 bucks for a custom shirt is very nice all right so this is that main street bangola road and right now it's like six o'clock so it's not crazy but man at night this place is wild like when i first came here i was like i came off a freaking 12-hour flight and i was kind of delirious but i met some 
a military dude that was just chilling in Patong and it's like 30s in the spec ops and now he's getting that government stipend. He's like, come on, let's go, let's party. You gotta see this shit. I was like, oh my God. So I did and I was like, just like this the whole time. Like, holy fuck. I haven't seen that kind of madness anywhere. I mean, it kind of, the, the area kind of reminds me of Mexico. Like just a lot going on and you know, like touristic areas like Playa del Carmen, the Fifth Avenue and whatnot. But this is taking it to a whole new level. Like I'd seen videos before coming here, but once you see it in person, you're like, God damn, this is crazy. Yeah, so speaking of that military dude, he spent a lot of time in Japan. I uh, used to play in the Middle East. And uh, he basically told me, <laughs> he's like, I'm not really religious, but after what I saw on Bangola Road, I started questioning things. That's hilarious, because it is. It's like total, like, what's Dante's Inferno? Like that, just debauchery. Like, not even <laughs> Sin City, you know what I mean? I think you could definitely get lost in the sauce very quick here. I've seen that too. You'll see like strung out, you know, white dudes look like, you know, British people or, or Aussies. You know, that seems like this place just took a hold of them and, and never let go. And I think you can actually spend lots of money here very quick. Like I was noticing this too. So I'm not uh, as fluent with the conversion and the first couple nights I was just not giving a fuck, but I was going through 50 euros because I was exchanging money. Um, they actually give good rates, the money exchangers here. And all of a sudden, at the end of the night, I'm like, I don't have any money left. Like, it didn't seem like I spent that much, but I think I was getting, you know, ripped off or I gave them a, a thousand and, and I was supposed to give them a hundred or something like that, you know what I mean? But now I've been here for a couple of days and I'm a lot more smart. And obviously, I was like in the touristic area, so that's all about just a money grab, right? But who's fun? I think it was worth it, right? So. 20, 26. It's like 37 baht is one USD, so I mean, that's not super cheap. I mean, we're right next to the Bangola Road, but uh, yeah, there's some prices here. All right, so I just got this drink. That American uh, military dude I was talking about said he drank this all the time in Japan. I think it's some sort of Korean drink. But it's like 13% alcohol. It was like 80 baht. What is that? Um, $2.50. But uh, kind of gives my sweet tooth for wine. Because in Thailand, the import taxes on wine are like crazy. Like everything is two, 300% more than what you pay in Europe for vino. Obviously, it's a problem with me because I, I love drinking wine. So you have to like buy all non-imported things here. I think this is their own little special Thailand mix of this drink. I think it's a popular drink in Asia. So yeah, you gotta drink beer and I think like some spirits they make here and otherwise alcohol is crazy. Same with like imported meats and shit and I think cheese is really expensive. So there's some things that are just like crazy expensive. So you have to adapt to like the local way otherwise you're gonna try to live like, uh, like a Westerner, like how you normally eat and do certain things, maybe with like electronics or things that aren't made in Thailand. It can uh, rack up real quick is what I've been uh, told. Yeah, it is comical though. Like I would be hearing these stereotypes of like the, the Western dude. 
the Western dude coming over here and you know being a total goofball and still getting you know millions of matches and you know having the time of his life but it sure does feel like that here like uh, the Western man is very uh, sought after again you have to sift through all the the bar girls the freelancers the massage people there's a lot and I'm in Patan right to the whole island Phuket is a lot bigger than just this debauchery you know center that uh, dating for a Westerner here is uh, is nice. Oh, well, why the hell would you choose Patong, Nick? That is just you know so touristic and like what? Like obviously you're gonna experience what you're experiencing. I don't know. I don't mind like really touristic places because obviously there's still a local scene there, and with the touristic places, you have everything you could possibly ever imagine you need. So sometimes it's good to have like a home base near there. Yeah, the prices do go up. Yeah, you don't get the cultural immersion, but I don't know. I've never been to Thailand before, so I was like, screw it. It looked like it was close to the beach, which it is. My place is like a five minute walk to the beach. I've already found some good local spots. And uh, yeah, I mean, do I plan on staying here the whole time? No, I'm gonna go explore the rest of the island for sure. But you know, I think it's always good when you go to first go to a new place, like hop in the touristic area, Get a feel for everything, get your SIM card, get everything you need, then go out and, and explore, right? You know what RX means, right? Get your prescription. Yeah, so the whole ladyboy thing is obviously, I hope you guys can't hear that noise in the background. If so, my audio is going to be screwed up. The whole ladyboy thing is fascinating, right? They don't view it as nothing too weird. It's just like another gender, right? And um, I've talked to some masseuse ladies that work outside of uh, the hotel that I'm at and hotel Airbnb. And seem like good people, really cool people. And I hope they get like an interview with them, right? And like kind of like really dive into it. I've talked to like a local Thai that was a girl, got her opinions on it. And it's just like blase, blase, you know? It's nothing out of the norm. And the reason there's so many lady boys here is because they come here for work, obviously, right? That's a big fetish for a lot of people. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but we'll see. Just kidding. I don't think I'll ever go down that route. Um, but uh, it's just interesting, you know, when you talk about the trans, transsexual stuff and, you know, all the stuff that's been going on. And, you know, Thailand's been having this thing for a while and it's totally normal. But yeah, I got lots of good information from a local that I hung out with. And she used to work as like a teacher to foreigners, whether it be language, culture, etc. Now she's in the, the real estate industry. Very nice lady. And uh, I found out about like the rents. And of course I, I overpaid because I used Airbnb, right? But I wanted a place near the beach. I cleaned my place every day, you know, it had good reviews. So I was like, whatever, I'll pay 500 bucks a month. And if I want to keep staying here because now they have a 45 day uh, visa on arrival. It's like a little program Thailand's doing to increase uh, tourism because they're doing tourists back again, right? And she told me her friend who has like about the same kind of place as me obviously in a long-term lease pays I think $93 a month and of course I knew that like I wasn't brain dead but uh, yeah she was giving me the whole spiel on the real estate here and it's very very reasonable but it's kind of hard to get a, a long-term visa I'm pretty sure you have to get like a student one or apply for some job abroad I know it's doable and she said like her company handles everything for the people that want to buy and even rent long term um, so but yeah the real estate prices are ridiculously cheap if you you know do it the right way and 
don't be needy and use the worst app in the world, Airbnb. Just kidding, Airbnb. I got a love-hate relationship with you. I think what you're doing now is terrible, but you know, you still provide some sort of safety and I'm fine with using it when I first go to a place. But what I should have done is obviously got a hostel or like a hotel for three days, went on the ground and, and found something, but you know, it was a 12 hour flight and I just wanted to know I was gonna be secure. But yeah, everyday living, if you live like a local, is ridiculously cheap. I mean, obviously, it's, if they're making $300 a month on average, you know, that has to mean everything is cheap, right? It's just when you want the Western services and the Western way of life, then you gotta start paying. Another thing too is I've been, you know, not really shocked because I heard it was super safe, but no problems. Like even though there looks like a lot of uh, shady characters around here, I don't really have a worry and the local and other people said that too. Is like, if you don't go look for trouble, you're gonna be totally fine. Like the only thing you have to worry about is if you, you know, do the whole naughty thing with the, the girls at work and, you know, they might try to screw you over. And cause I guess the police are very corrupt. So like, say you're, you're with a girl, bring her back to your place and then she doesn't say anything. And all of a sudden she's like, hey, you need to pay me. Well, if you kick her out, she can go to the police and say, he did something to me. And the police are obviously gonna come and, and take her word and, and get you and make you pay a bribe. I mean, that's what she said. So, other than that, I don't, I don't feel no pickpocketers. Um, I think my room is safe, I hope it is. Uh, and uh, overall, yeah, I mean, it, it's Asia, right? Everyone has said, and the stereotype is, it's very safe. Uh, culture community the local I, I talked to says she has no worry whenever she leaves at four or five o'clock in the morning like she has nobody's gonna hurt her and and I guess they really take care of the Thai girls the, the real girls not the lady boys like they're they're really respectful of their woman and uh, if they're in trouble the police will come to their aid very quick so yeah interesting huh